When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not a bad halftime show yesterday. Just one banger after the next. A pretty good way to spend 20 minutes or however long it might have been. It felt like they were out there forever. It was it was terrific, Slee. Yeah, so many different artists, too. So you had just hits after hits. Um, whether you were a fan. I mean, I, I think everybody at some point a fan of Eminem or everybody a fan yep. of Dre or a fan of Snoop or there's a song or two that you loved or you listen to every one of their albums. So to kind of put that whole thing together – in uh, what you call, they basically just built a home uh, for them to perform on in 20 minutes, in 10 it minutes. It was pretty great. <laughs> we, if, if they get it up fast, they take it down even faster. It was it was fantastic. And, of course, everything is so much better. That show would have been cool no matter what, but that show was really cool considering the Rams ended up winning a, a Super Bowl last night. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. And Emily and I had a little bit of different experience yesterday in this thing, Slee. I was I was in the press box and running back and forth between my seat there and the broadcast location where I was doing my uh, pregame show, first quarter hit, halftime show, third quarter hit, post-game show, yep. all of those things. Extended so pregame show. How long? Wait, they, how, how long did you guys go for postgame yesterday? Uh, two hours and change. Yeah, two we, hours you know, change. We, we covered all the, the trophy presentation and all that stuff, too. JB hung around for a couple of minutes. DeMarco was there. Kirk was there. It was it was a party. It was It's funny. Like, there's this unbelievable sense of joy. I, we're all sitting around and, and talking about the game afterwards. And relief. Really goofy looks on our face. Like, now, now what? They just mm-hmm. won the Super Bowl. Like, there's nothing. Yeah, but maybe next time it was, they just won the whole damn thing. It was just, it was an incredibly satisfying moment. Now, they also had an auxiliary press box yesterday that, as far as I could tell, was about six feet from the surface of the sun. Because every time that I would see Emily, she looked like she had run up and down 400 flights of stairs. Emily, was it as hot as it looked up there? Yeah, so uh, definitely close to the sun. Uh, we were in the 500 section. And uh, auxiliary a press box is a loose term. It was just the 500 section of the stadium. And, yeah, I uh, definitely should have worn shorts, definitely should have brought sunscreen. I thought, again, I was going to be indoors in a little press box. Nope. And I almost fell down all these flights of stairs, too, because I tried to get into my chair. And these Englishmen next to me, uh, they were reporting for a British Did you uh, like? Outlet. Did you snag your toe or something? Did you so trip? Like, what, my, what happened? My foot got caught in between the – so I had to come behind my seat and come down because the whole row was filled, and I wasn't going to ask oh, no. people to, like, move out of the way. So I had to come from behind, step on my seat to get into my seat because I was the only one that was coming in. And so I stepped. My foot got caught in between the seat and the back. Oh. And I was like, oh, I had my whole laptop and the guys had to like save me. And take yeah. your shoe off. No, that, yeah. that's where you take your shoe off and you just go. You keep I was going. like, I might as well, I might as well die here in the Super Bowl. You know, no better place here than to fall down all the flights of stairs at SoFi Stadium. But uh, Emily yeah, just I, I made it. Al. Emily just described the exact reason why I'm making everybody get out of my way and I'm walking down the aisle to my seat. That that, that exact scenario, the, the picture that she just painted is why mm-hmm. I'm always like, guys, I'm really sorry, but you all got to stand up and get out of my way because I am not stepping over this chair because what she just said, we step on the back and it kind of yep. flips back up again. No, and the next tearing ACL you know, right uh, there. Tearing ACL. <laughs> easy. Yeah, me and OBJ. Six to eight months. It was, uh, it, it was hot yesterday. Yeah, what, I was what so an sweaty. unbelievable show.
And by the way, Al, the spread, they did a pretty good job yesterday. They had a lot of stuff going on. They had some fajitas pregame. They had burgers and corn dogs and sliders and fries. And Super Bowl, rings. bro. This is a Super Bowl. Espresso machine was humming. It mm. Just absolutely humming. Hit that a couple of different they times. They did run out of coffee. Way. That was one bad thing. They did run out of coffee. Not in my spot. They didn't. I was. I was <laughs> fully caffeinated all night long. Just, just gotta let me know. Just gotta let me know. All right. Don't forget, it is a Rams Super Celebration Week all week right here on Seven Ten. Listen every hour for your chance to win a Rams Super Bowl champions hat. So listen when we tell you to call. You're going to want to be caller number 10 to win that hat. But uh, sit tight. We'll tell you when the call coming up here in just a little bit. Aaron Donald's not quitting, right? Aaron, Aaron Donald, I, I get it. There's, there's really nothing left for him to do. He's going to go to the Hall of Fame. He's a multiple-time Defensive Player of the Year award. He's now a Super Bowl champion. He's probably the best player at his position ever. If he's not, he's 1A. Mm-hmm. He's coming back. I mean, I, I'm trying to talk myself into this a little bit. There's a lot of money left on the table for him to earn. He signed that big deal just a, a couple of years ago. But anytime, I, anytime that story gets floated, it's coming from somewhere. Nobody mm-hmm. just makes it up out of thin air, typically. Um, he was asked the question after the game, and he kind of was he kind of deflected. He said, I'm not worried about that one way or the other. I just want to enjoy the moment. But, Al, I need you to tell me that he's coming back. 99 is going to be on the Rams next year. So the, the only reason why he wouldn't come back is it has nothing to do with football. Right, that he decides. You know what? Um, I, I want to. There's other things I want to do in my life. There's I got my family. I want to focus on all this other stuff because you're right. And, and this seems like a player. I mean, you see the emotion that he had um, in that post game interview that I was I was talking about earlier. You know, I I, I sat back. There, there's certain players you watch play the game, and for him, it was I've been in this league. I'm one of the baddest men to ever play this position. I'm one of the baddest men to represent a defense. And I don't have the one thing that I want. It's not about the personal contract. It's not about uh, recognition. It's not put all that stuff to the side. I want a freaking ring. I want to be able to say I was a Super Bowl champion. Uh, I think it was Von Miller that said this, whether he said this yesterday or he said this in the past, that when you win, it, it becomes, no, I want more of that. And you've heard yeah. a lot of the greats say that, that it, it's not, well, I got that one chip. I'm good to go. No, it's this. You become possessed of, I got to go get it again. I don't want to share this with anybody else. We'll see what Aaron Donald ends up doing, but I would be so shocked and surprised that that euphoric moment that he had yesterday, the way the Rams are built for not just what they just accomplished, but they could come back and do it all over again next year. That wouldn't be a shock or surprise that they're going to be obviously Super Bowl favorites. The organization not cutting any corners and putting as much as they have into every single position and you know, understanding that draft picks aren't as important as people that are already established. Be shocked if he doesn't come back because they're in such a great uh, position to be competitive again. I want, to, I want to circle back to that. I want to take some phone calls here coming up next, 877-710-ESPN. But your point about the Rams and the draft picks and going all in. You wonder if seeing – like sports are copycat leagues, right? People used to play in the preseason until Sean McVay stopped doing it and showed that you could still be a pretty good team. Now about half the league does it. Right, Not everybody, but about half the league doesn't play their guys in the preseason. You wonder if more teams will go all in. We'll get into that uh, coming up in just a little bit. But more of your phone calls right now. It is a Rams Super Bowl celebration. Let's go to Costa Mesa and Keith. Keith, you're on with Trav and Sleep. Keith. Good point, Keith. No, I agree, bro. 
Keith I, I appreciate it. Disneyland. It, like, I wanted to hear this story that maybe he pulled his kids out of school. Like, bleep it. You don't have to learn how to add and subtract today. We're going to see Mickey Mouse. We're, we're going to go out there, and we're going to throw a Rams party at the uh, at the house that Mickey built. Why not? Yeah, thanks, right? Keith. Thank you, bro. <laughs> Let's try another one. Let's go to Inglewood. Yeah, it was a good night in Inglewood last night. Daniel in Inglewood. Daniel, you're on with Travis Lee. What's going on, guys? What's up? Good morning. Good morning. A beautiful day in L.A. Yes, thank you. thanks for day calling in, in Daniel. Thank you, man. I uh I just want to say first and foremost, I'm a longtime Rams fan. I mean, greatest show on turf, St. Louis Rams. I, I'm originally from Durham, North Carolina. That's where my hometown is. And when I moved to L.A., I was started out. My first apartment was in Inglewood, right off of Prairie Avenue. So mm. I got to see the stadium as it was being built from digging in the ground. And um, this team, the Rams, over the years, man, we had a lot of lean years. During those Jeff Fisher era, that era of being mediocre year after year, and um, you know, I kind of wanted to give a shout out to the guys from that era. You know, who some of those guys that came over from St. Louis, Michael Brockers, mm-hmm. um, uh, Tavon Austin, those guys. Uh, you know, because those are the those are the ones. Roger Saffold, those are the guys that helped build the foundation. Aaron Donald as well. And um, I'm just glad we got the win, man. I'm glad we got it done. Yeah, it was it was an incredible culmination of something that Al happened really quickly when you think about it. What Daniel just said right there, I, I wrote a note on my pad the second he said it because it, it really jumped out. Think about that hole in the ground that was there three, four years ago. Think think about it. They they built they they dug a giant hole next to the forum and said, Hey, listen, we're gonna build the most spectacular sports venue the world has ever seen. We're going to put a championship-caliber team in that. And the very first season, we open it to the public. No, nobody Jeez. saw the pandemic company. Yep. We're going to punch our ticket and be world champions. That, If I had told you that six years ago when the Rams were coming back to L.A., we said, yeah, okay, sure. And it happened. And in the grand scheme of things, in six years, it happened in the blink of an eye. That's not supposed to go like this. It's supposed to be decades and, and toiling and, and building this new thing and that new thing and trying a bunch of different coaches and quarterbacks and Bam! In six years, they turned a hole in the ground into a world championship. It's amazing. Well, first off, you bought four apartment complexes before they announced <laughs> that they were going to build in Inglewood, which is just a, a visionary like I've never seen. You know, Trav, I, I, it's so easy today, it's so easy this morning to throw out all the credit, right, and say, look what they did, and it worked out perfect, and the vision was there. Even if they had a loss yesterday, can I, can I just – they're 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 built to win, right? So I, I want to. It doesn't happen like this. Is not. It's not easy to it win. Go in like the, this. It doesn't. By the way, if it does, you got to have things that go your way. But I, I say that because the Packers could have won it this year. The Chiefs could have won it this year. Bills had a really good team this year. Tampa, you wouldn't be surprised if they won it all. I point this out because the all you can do is just be in the mix. Just be in the mix. And as best as you can, put together the roster that you think is going to win it all. And it doesn't happen. And they were rewarded for being in the mix because last year they were all, all also in the mix. The year before that they were in the mix. You know what I'm saying? As, at least since, yeah. since Sean McVay has been here. And they are rewarded for 
being in the mix. And, and it doesn't always work out this way, but damn it, you know, when you say it that way and you have a caller saying, I, I saw when they just started digging the shovel and they started building in Inglewood. Do you know how many cities around the NFL, they've been saying that for 25 years and they didn't get, you know, you know what I mean? Like it's You're so, right. it's, it's You're so right. unique that they did it in such a short period of time. And there is no guarantees to win a Super Bowl, and uh, it's special what they built in such a short amount of time. More of your phone calls coming up in just a bit, 877-710-ESPN. And what's next for Sean McVay, Al? And is more and more teams going to go all in the way that the Rams do? Will we see people kind of toss those draft picks aside and say, go give me some players? All of that's coming up. It's Travinsley, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Giving away stuff. The Rams are Super Bowl champs. It's a good day, Al. It's a good day. And you know what? Going into SoFi yesterday, I was, you know me, I was a little anxious, right? Like, you know, we've gotten this far. you got to punch the ticket. you got to cash it in. All the things that we've talked about. And then I went up to the press box and I realized, you know what? Everything's going to be okay. I should I should have known at the time because I, I still rode the waves over the next several hours. But there was a moment where I should have known. It's all cool. You know what? You know what happened to me? My my what? seat in the press box yesterday was right next to Jim Hill. Nothing's oh, going to no, go you're wrong so, if yeah. you're sitting next yeah, to Jim Hill. Yeah, it's everything's going to be yeah, fine. Yeah, 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 you're good. Yeah. <laughs> if you're sitting next to Jim Hill, and that's where they put you, and it's the Super Bowl at SoFi in right. uh, Los Angeles with the Rams getting a chance. To, yeah, yeah, you're good. That's it's over. It it was one of the, it was on like oh this is like having your dad sit next to you this is great I, I'm like incredibly comfortable and Jim and I talked about the game it was a legendary it was status a wonderful right way to start the game how about this Al uh, like I said I got there very very early yesterday mm-hmm. and when I got there the press box was not particularly full it, it was still four and a half hours before the game started when I walked in there. A lot of love for Travis and Sliwa. Got a lot of people saying congratulations on our one-year anniversary. Plashke hit me up. Kurt Sandoval from Channel 7. So that was uh, it was good to see. People like the show. Al, we'll take it. News. We'll take it. That's fantastic. Uh, okay, can I can I give you a quick little setup here? So yesterday, uh, Super Bowl out here in uh, Pasadena, right? And it's kind of, listen, you had a really stressful day yesterday. I had no stress. Like you were, <laughs> when I say I had no stress, what I mean is, I didn't have to leave my house at 6.30 in the morning, get down to SoFi. I got home by midnight. It's fine. It's no well, it's deal. funny. You were texting me yesterday. You're like, uh, yeah, waiting for the bus. I'm like, this dude ain't – This he's not getting home, whatever the case is. I did yesterday ordered, uh, you know, the, kind of a different cuisine on Super Bowl. What do people, What do most people get on Super Bowl? What, what are you Bar usually food. eating? Bar food. There's pizza. There's wings. There's chili. There's nachos. There's all that kind of stuff. Bar food. Uh, it's pretty funny. So I'm asking. I had my my sister, my brother in law, a couple of my nieces in town. So we all watch the game together. My girl as well. So I just asked them, like, listen, anything you want, it's not far from here. So what do you guys want? They're like sushi, ramen. <laughs> They're throwing out all these. So it was a pretty, bro. It was a pretty funny spread. The spread was me 
kind of setting up everything with just sushi everywhere you looked. Ramen, I'm reheating it because by the time we were going to heat it, I'm putting it on a pan, and I'm, I feel like I'm a chef even though I have nothing to do with the food. We went, uh, we went some, some solid cuisine on, uh, on Super Bowl. You guys are doing like a, a Food Network <laughs> tour of the world, of the, the finest cuisines of the uh, world. Everyone else is, uh, yeah, give me a double sausage and pepperoni with onions, listen, uh, two buckets listen. of chili, fried chicken. You, I you probably called I, ramen. I called the sushi spot like around 2.30. You know how the game starts at 3.30? Uh-huh. They, they probably were confused. I'm like, all right, guys, I got an order coming. I need sushi. I need ramen. I need this, couple rolls. They're like, it's Super Bowl. What are you doing? Do you know where you called? This is not Buffalo Wild Wings. Are you, are you sure you called the right place? Bro, it was amazing, and I have leftovers. Sure leftovers was. just waiting over there. Oh, just fantastic. Okay. Confession time. You ready? Yep. I uh, I was n- nervous is the wrong word. I was very, very excited for what was coming up on Sunday. I was mm-hmm. very excited, but it's also it's a long day. There's a lot of talking that's going on, and I wanted to be healthy. I wanted to feel good. I started meal planning on, like, Thursday of last week to get go ready for, for you. Sunday. Go, go okay. a little light, make a yep. little water in there, no alcohol along the way. It was so worth it. I can't, Al, this may come as a surprise to you. Mm-hmm. Eating less and drinking less actually is pretty good for you. Did you know that? I, 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 did, I did not know that until yesterday, but being measured in your consumption of those two things is actually quite beneficial. I um I also I'm gonna throw I'm gonna add something else on there because I think a lot of people that tune into the show say that when they need uh, health advice just come to Travis and Sliwa <laughs> and what did you just say what was your advice that you gave less food and less alcohol is actually good for your body you know what else is good for you not eating at 11 p.m. at night not consuming. <laughs> Seven to a thousand calories, seven hundred to a thousand calories around eleven p.m. at night is also another tip that I'd like to give out to listeners who are out there right now. Susan was making drinks on Saturday night. She's like, "You want one?" I'm like, "No, I'm good." And she looked at me like I had a disease. <laughs> she's like, "What?" He's sick. No, he's sick. <laughs> what do you yeah, mean? He's, uh, you don't something's want one wrong. Of these. Yeah, something's it wrong. It was fantastic. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit progressive.com. 877-710-ESPN. Next stop, East LA and Ruben. Ruben, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Good morning, champions. How are yeah. you guys? Fantastic. Good, man. Thank you for calling in. Man, I'm just glad they won. Now, it shut everybody in the league up, especially <laughs> them Raider fans talking about we are the only ones that brought the championship. That dirty old championship could be thrown in the trash now because there's a brand new shiny one in L.A. And this belongs to L.A. Rams. This is a Rams house now. Raider fans, you just live here renting like the Chargers do at SoFi. Thank you, Ruben. Slow down here, bro. Somebody who has represented the Raider fan base for almost a month and a half now. I think it's been a month and a half now, just a heads up. Um, It doesn't have to be that personal. Okay, so so Trav. This is actually an interesting conversation because I, I think over time, you know, th- this has been part of the dialogue with the Rams coming back to L.A. The, you couldn't have asked for – if you had asked the Rams, hey, in the first six years, this is what it's going to look like. You're going to end up with a coach that is kind of changing the way things are happening in the NFL. When I say that, like you just said, all right, preseason, forget about it. We're not going to play any of our guys. He's the youngest coach to go out there and win a Super Bowl. Oh, by the way, a couple years ago, he was in a Super Bowl and lost to Bill Belichick. 
if I'd have told you that all this can happen in such a short period of time, um, no way that they thought it was going to happen this fast, no way that they thought Rams can have an imprint, it's still going to take time, Trav, because I, I still think you know, 10, 15, 20 years from now is really where you're going to see the impact of Rams in Los Angeles. But to have this, this much impact this quick, is that, that's, yeah, that's unheard of, completely unheard of. You couldn't ask for more. Because realistically, you couldn't ask for more. I mean, you could make something up that's ridiculous. You well, you know, you come, you should win three Super Bowls. It's, that doesn't happen. That, that does not happen in this league. It doesn't really happen in any professional. Bengals have league. never won a Super Bowl. Right. If you said we're coming back, and in six years we'll have played in two Super Bowls, we'll have won one, we'll have been good five of the six years that we're back, and we play in the nicest facility there is to play in in the world. You, what else do you want? There, mm-hmm. there is literally nothing else that you could realistically ask for along the way. And by the way, Al, they're set up for more success. That that team that was in the Super Bowl three years ago, three guys, three starters from that team three years ago were on that field last night. Andrew Whitworth, Rob Havenstein, and Aaron Donald. That's in mm-hmm. John, Johnny Hecker, too, but he's a specialist, so we'll put him in a separate category. Three guys. So if you don't think that they can rebuild it again as they're going through, I don't know what to tell you. They've done it twice in four years. It's a pretty remarkable accomplishment. All right, let's try another one here. Let's go to Studio City this time. And, Paul, Paul, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Paul? It's like you led right into my call because what I was going to say was I just don't want the Rams. First of all, I'm excited as everyone. Uh, congrats, L.A., right? Way to go, Rams. But uh, the, I wanted to say I just hope they don't make the same mistake that our beloved Lakers made when we didn't run it back with at least most of the same roster. So when the Lakers won it in the bubble and they didn't bring back Danny Green and Dwight Howard the next year, we suffered because of it. So I just hope the Rams realize the value, find a way to sign uh, Odell Beckham because, man, what a what an early game he was having. That was really sad for him that he couldn't finish what he started. Yes. But, hey, you know, kudos to him. I mean, he's obviously in a better place than he was uh, not too long ago. And then Von Miller. Von Miller's contribution, I mean, it's not just yeah. Aaron Donald. Those two guys, that's a two-headed monster at the most – I mean, we're talking about two of the most elite pass rushers of all time on the same field, on the same team. And if they can keep that going, because Von has a lot of loyalty to Denver. He said it earlier this year that he's just – you know, he's a Bronco for life that's working in L.A., so they got to do something to say, hey, maybe you could be a Ram and a Bronco for life, kind of like Peyton Manning did in his career, you know, two different teams. So – as long as they bring back enough of the key pieces to win it again, I like the Rams' chances, but they got to do a good job this offseason if they want to run it back. Appreciate it, Paul. Thanks for calling in. You know, Travis, it's funny about Von Miller. Now, again, to that Laker point in just a second, but so the, Von, the Von Miller piece, it's not like forget about his talent for a quick second. He's won it all. Yeah. You know what MVP. I mean? That, 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 but, but you brought somebody in that, hey, I've been there. I've done it. I can tell some of these other guys who don't have Super Bowl champ. This is what the uh, this is what the Super Bowl is going to feel like. This is what we should do. This is what I did X amount of years ago, kind of leading up to it. I know, like you mentioned, Aaron Donald's he'd been to the Super Bowl before, but I think it's that part of it too, where you're just a veteran that can offer that. And oh, by the way, he's incredibly talented. The the piece about the Lakers, you know, I, I remember when. Do you remember? It, it's almost as if the Lakers outsmarted themselves. Might be the right way to put it, but. Dennis Schroeder came, and you're like, Dennis Schroeder's a really, really good pickup. Um, that's an upgrade at that position. And then you went out and you got Montrez Hill. He was the sixth man of the year. You would have thought, look, that's an upgrade in that position as well. I think it's a it's a good example that 
talent is one thing, chemistry is another thing. And it's the perfect balance of both of those that usually is the right recipe of an NBA championship. Lakers have talent right now, mm-hmm. but the chemistry doesn't exactly fit or it doesn't mesh together. So I think that's what the caller is mentioning about let's make sure the Rams don't make some of the mistakes that the Lakers – I think what he's referring to, Trav, is bring a lot of the same players back. Why not? I mean, until somebody can knock you off, why not run it back and see what you can do? All right, so not only is it a celebration today because the Rams won the Super Bowl, it's also Valentine's Day, Slee, a Valentine's Day edition of Factor Cap. Coming up next, it's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, guys. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. Hope that you have some special plans uh, laid out for today. Um, I will be coaching uh, the girls' team because there we go. Uh, the, my co-coaches <laughs> have uh, significant others. So there we go. Um, so you call your wife or girlfriend your Valentine on Valentine's Day. Travis, this is Factor Cap. I call her my Valentine's Day on day that's not Valentine's. There it right? is. I Look cheat. at T. Raj. Yeah. Like, get Look, in there, talking, Trav. We're talking 25 years. You don't do that by only saying nice things to Funch, somebody Funch, play smooth operator in the background, please. <laughs> but you say, hi, <laughs> Valentine. Good morning, Valentine, on a random Tuesday. I, I always make her feel special. <laughs> that's this his day. Is what I July do 6th. My, my entire thing. And look, do your thing, my man. Years, Tell him, Trav. Good, right? I know how to do the stuff. I know how to make people feel good. I know how to make people feel special. This doesn't happen by accident, Al. Just because I can come on here and talk about tacos and the Rams doesn't mean that I don't know. You know how what to you are? You know what you are? You're Von Miller. You're a Super Bowl champion already coming into a Super Bowl. You've done this before. You've been in this That's game exactly for a while. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Look, this is, you know. I'm all set. I had a Super Bowl day yesterday. They won the championship. I enjoyed every minute of it. I come on the radio. I'm going to yep. talk about it all day today. And tonight's Valentine's Day, baby. I'm going to knock it all out of the park. I'm ready to go. <laughs> hey, baby, you're my Valentine. Uh, it's July 9th. Yeah, damn right it is. Okay, every so day is Valentine's Day. here's the thing. This is one of those holidays where it's like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Now you got to participate in it. You have to, right? Like there's, look, we might look at things one way. I'm sure our significant under, they look at things a different way. So we have to kind of meet in the middle here. But man is going out to dinner on Valentine's Day. 
might be Soccer's one of bad. the worst Soccer's bad. nights to go out uh, or to take your you know your lady or whatever the case is. It's the worst night to do it. I, I think I've told the story before. I went to a really really nice steakhouse years ago. They might as well had put me in the hallway to go to the restroom. You might as well had set me up in a banquet hall. On the way to the restroom, they got to go through my table, walk around. I got to pull my chair up every single time because somebody's got to go use the restroom. Okay, it's not it's not a good holiday to do something like this, but you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. Do you know what my Valentine Day or my Valentine did last night? So obviously, I'm working the game yesterday. My wife went to a Super Bowl party here in town. I sent you guys the video. My wife before the game started uh, said to the the group. If the Rams win the Super Bowl, I will jump into the pool at the end of the game. And she is a woman of her word. And she took the old school Nestle plunge right into that pool at about 9 o'clock. Yes. <laughs> Bro, so, that's yeah, solid. We, we understand each other. We, 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 both have, uh, we both have our lane. She's the participator. I'm the one that uh, talks about food. So uh, happy Valentine's Day, Susan. Just like the Rams, she's all in. Uh, she's all in. Everything she's, all she's all in. in. Everything. All right. Absolutely. So, up next, uh, this is more relationship-wise, not necessarily Valentine's Day specific. What but... else do you guys need to know? Just keep them coming. <laughs> just, get, just fire them at me all after. How do you like my Vaughn Miller comp? <laughs> that was a good comp. Yeah, that was that a good was comp. Great. It uh, was great. You have to date someone for at least three months before you introduce them to your family. Alan, is this Fetter Cap? Oh, definitely. No question about it. It's kind of, but this is more like old school. Um, yeah. So to answer the question, yes, you gotta, you know, you're not just throwing around. Hey, mom, remember this? Here's another one. I'm bringing in another one. Uh, bringing in another one this weekend. Yeah, you know, that's that's not gonna happen. So for me, that's a that's a simple yes. By the way, I really, in my mind's eye, picture that being your, hey, uh, mom, here's another one. I think that's the ultimate introduction to uh, your new girlfriend or, or whatever it might be. That, hey, mom, here's, the, here's, here's, the, here's another one. That sounds terribly romantic. What day is it? <laughs> what day is it? What are we doing here? Yeah, no, it's, it's one of those things because, you know, before uh, – when it is eventually my time here, I would imagine that there's going to be a long line of people waiting to, to talk to Susan. And I think, like, how long is she going to wait to introduce them to the kids? You know, is this something you do on the first date? My, my children are not all grown, but they're getting to that point. I, I don't know how it works, but uh, I'm on the up opposite side of this. I'm thinking post my uh, mortality. So we'll see. Every, everybody should should pump the brakes on that, I think. All right. This next one. Uh, before you were off the market... You played hard to get. Travis is his factor cap. No, not really. That's uh, that's cap. I uh, my my deal was it, put it to this way: when I decide that I'm into it, when I decide that this is something that I would like to pursue, when I decide that this is something I want, whether it's a relationship with my wife, whether it's a job, whether it's an opportunity at a different job or one of these things, you got to go for it, right? That I'm, I'm not going to nibble around the, the edges. I'm not going to be, be the guy that does one thing to try to get some attention. I'm just going to tell you that this is how I want to do it. This is how I want to make it happen. Are you down with this or not? So, no, I'm not, I'm not really going to be the guy that, that does the game stuff, Slee. So I think it has more to do with – I don't even know – I don't understand that whole world. Oh, you got you just got to play the game. Excuse me? Play what game? Like, I, I'm not sure what that means. Like, aren't you supposed to just be – hey, just be genuine, be honest, and take your chances with that? No, no, no. You got to wait, like, wait four days and six hours. That's, like, the key. If you wait four days and six hours to text her back, like, now, now we're talking. So I don't – you know, I don't typically – uh I'm kind of with you on that one, Trav. A, I don't do it. B, I don't even know how to do it well. 
So. I was just going to say, even if I wanted to do it, I don't know how to do it. The prospect of going out on a date might be the most nauseating thought I could ever have. Like having to make small talk with somebody. Like I want to let's can we talk about some real stuff? Can I worry about like you said, Slee? Oh no, can't call her back. It's three days or four days. Hey, how, how about this? Um, I'm really super into tacos and the Dodgers. How about you? <laughs> what, what are you? What are what are you into? You know, let's get into this and and figure each other out. There are people out there that would do that on the first date. Don't worry about that. Uh, so if you're single, you have the right to participate in an quote-unquote anti-Valentine's Day. Alan, is this factor cap? What is an anti-Valentine's Day? I'm just assuming you just want nothing yeah, you, to do with it. You, you're... No, you, don't, you reject the idea. You go out with your friends or it's a guy's night or a girl's night. Something like that. You have the right Completely to Completely okay. That. Absolutely. Completely okay. I Actually, I, I know friends where – They'll say, uh, you know, girlfriends just will. Hey, we're, we're just. I'm just going to get together with a couple of friends. We're going to go out. We're going to this. Absolutely, go do it. I mean, if it's a, if it's an excuse to go out. By the way, there might be some other dudes doing that. There might be some other girls doing that, and then you might there meet you somebody go. because of that. There so you go. It's, I it's, think that's the underlying theme, right, Al? Mm-hmm. It's an opportunity to go out with your friends and maybe meet the other anti Valentine's group, and maybe everybody has a Valentine connection, right? Yeah, I think that's probably the best way to put it. It doesn't sound like a surprise. It doesn't sound like a shock. It's actually a really good idea. I think that's uh, that's much better to go out under those circumstances than being the person that went out on Valentine's Day, is sitting in the hallway, is at a steakhouse getting overpriced, overpaid, and the experience is just not what it would be on a regular night. There is no, to, to answer the question, Emily, for me, there is no wrong way to have a good time. If you want to have a good time by going out and not doing Valentine's Day, Go out and not do Valentine's Day and have a good time. If you want to sit in the uh, men's room like Slee at the steakhouse, then you can go do that as well. There is no wrong way to have a good time. Speaking of a good time, how about a Rams Super Bowl champion hat? Listen every hour for your chance to win. Call in right now, 877-710-ESPN. Call right now, 877-710-3776. Cooper Cups number 10 is our lucky winner. You will win a Rams Super Bowl champions hat. Are the Rams the favorite to beat next year, Slee? We're already looking ahead. It's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. I know that the last Dodger World Series uh, oh, Mary J was so good yesterday. All of them. Even 50 Cent suspended from a, an industrial crane was interesting. The, the, the whole thing, uh, it had it was unique. It was L.A. It was fun. Yeah. And by the way, the, the lights in the stadium were the little bag. They gave everybody uh, like a button, right? And the lights pulsating in sync. It was just everything about hmm. it was, was very, very cool. Um, the Dodgers, World Series 2020 champs. The Lakers, NBA champions in 2020. Yep. The Dodgers went to the NLCS last year. The, the, the Rams just won the Super Bowl. Um, the Lakers are going to be good again before you know it. Maybe, Probably not, but they're, they're, they're going to be back in the mix. It's a good time to be an L.A. sports fan, Salif. 
SC kind of yeah. everybody yeah. now starting to pay attention to them. Um, no, you're right, and and you know th- this is the one thing that I think it, one thing that that somebody who is not born and raised in Los Angeles, the one thing I could say coming into LA, I've been here now for 12 years or whatever the case is. You, you really, truly, truly have to compete with one another. That competing yeah. against your league is one thing, but you also have to compete internally. Um, and, and the fan base of, you know, it's funny, a couple of weeks ago, talking about this Rams team after they lost Week 18, which, by the way, might have been one of the best things that happened to the Rams. You know, it, You're it, right. It, it, it probably reset them of, hey, we're not the baddest team walking in. We can easily lose. Look at the Niners coming back on our home turf. We kind of looked almost as a laughing stock because of the uh, the amount of fans that were represented represented by the Niners. But it wasn't long ago that you were talking about this Rams team saying that, yeah, probably it could very well not happen this year. If they lost to Tampa, no surprise. If they lost at Lambeau, no surprise. And for them to, you know, when the dust settles, come out with another victory and – uh, them feeling like we have no choice but to be competitive because if we're not, we're going to be irrelevant in this town. That's that's pretty amazing that that's kind of the expectation every single year. And you got to get a little lucky. You, you of course you do. Have to be of so course you over do. The top good, but you got to catch a couple breaks along the way. You got to have just a couple of times that ball bounces your way. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. He's back, Slee. Keith in Costa Mesa is back. Keith, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, guys. The Rams just won the Super Bowl. What am I going to do next? I'm going to Disneyland. Woo! I tell you, we heard last night that they were going to be here. I ditched work. The wife ditched work. I'm here on Main Street right now. There's all kinds of people here in Rams gear waiting a couple hours ahead of time, waiting for the guys to come down here. I cried when they left. I cried when they came back. I cried last night, and now all week I'm going to do nothing but party. Woo! <laughs> Super Bowl champions, baby. You got it, Keith. Congratulations to you. Congratulations for taking the day off and going to spend it with the Rams at Disney. That's true. And, and now, obviously, he's an he's emotional wreck when they left. <laughs> this, think about that. Cried every think. thirty seconds. Look at him. <laughs> well, it's exciting, <laughs> right? I mean, you see OBJ. OBJ was oh, crying. Oh man, it's like, is there anything better than happy crying? By like sad crying, just breaks yeah. your heart, and it's mm-hmm. it. But when you watch somebody that's just overcome with happiness and joy and emotion, and you put in all that work, and it and it goes your way, it's just such an incredibly exciting thing to see. No, you, and you, like you, like Keith you, was saying, Slee. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, there's a respect that comes to it because you know that, you know, it's like for you to cry because something good happened, you know how much it means to that person. You know what I mean? Like, it is a I, – I agree with you that seeing OBJ or even seeing Aaron Donald yesterday, you you could tell that there's a a path or a road to get where they got to that it, it means so much to them. So You, you know what, guys? Hey, keep- I, I almost sad cried yesterday. I almost sad cried in a huge way because I thought we were never going to leave SoFi Stadium, Travis. I thought we were going to be stuck a, there forever. I thought I was going to have journey. to sleep there. Uh, so – uh, for those who don't know, which is everybody, uh, we had a hard time finding our bus yesterday, and there are so many like things around SoFi Stadium that like aren't normally there. So the normal way that we would get to where we were supposed to be was blocked off, and we were kept on going down these alleyways, and then they would be like dead ends. And I literally thought that okay, 
I might as well just uh, pack up for the night. Uh, take get my use my backpack as a pillow, and I was going to sleep on the ground. Uh, it was it was an adventure for sure. It 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 was Al. So we waited. We we were one of the last groups to head out of the stadium last night, right? That so we finished the post game show, and our 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 crew they're packing up all the gear, and so we're helping Doty get all the gear out, and it comes in these big these big crates. These you know, thank goodness they have wheels. But so you know where Hollywood Park Casino is. Yep. You know where SoFi Stadium is. So we're basically meeting the bus by Hollywood Park Casino, but we're walking from the radio booth at SoFi with these giant crates that we need to move along the way. And it's like it's like a corn maze. It was like an episode of The Shining where you're lost in the corn maze in the middle of nowhere. I don't know, go left, right. I don't know. This path has bark on it. This one's gravel. This one is dirt. This one's concrete. We're walking in circles for the better part of an hour before finally uh, – DeMarco takes charge and just says, can they just have the bus come to us instead of us keep looking for the bus? And uh, we made it. DeMarco's probably still at the party right now as we speak. It was uh, it was a journey, to say the least. DeMarco um, kind of put the hammer down. Like, I'm not going any further. You were ready to just keep walking around uh, SoFi. Just keep walking around I, SoFi. I'd still be walking. Look, they, they, there's a lake there. I had a, a water. I could catch a fish. I'd have something to eat. There, uh, I, there's, there's shelter there. I, there's a lot of options. I, I, I would have survived. I would have been just fine. Just in one of the empty Try tents. Try one more phone call here. I'm sorry, Emily? Just in one of the empty tents that's all around. Uh, all around. Yeah. We'll just make, make a shop there. Plen- <laughs> plenty of spots to drop into. Kavina, Eric. Eric, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey guys, well, uh, this is it's sunny today. It's great. It's a LA Rams championship Monday. I'll tell you what. Now, are we the first organization to have championship titles in three cities: Cleveland, St. Louis, and now Los Angeles? You know what, guys? This is this is what a great team effort. You never t- hear about these guys talk about individualism. You hear them talk about playing for each other, playing as a group, persevering. And what a great thing. You know, when we got Roger Stafford, we saw some film clips of him pulling games out with Detroit. Well, to do it in the biggest stage of professional sports, the Super Bowl, taking the drive down the field, throwing it to his favorite receiver, you know, it doesn't get any better than that. And you know what? And not to have all your chips in the armor. You know, OBJ goes down. You know, Tyler Higby couldn't couldn't play last night. You know, and then people getting hurt. So you know what? And to do it the way he did it, taking him down the field, you know, Akers running the ball, getting the first down when he had to, when it counted the most, that last drive. You know what? These guys fought through, you know, going through those four losses, him throwing all those interceptions, People were people were saying, "Oh, is this a Super Bowl caliber team?" Well, you know what? They persevered. They got it the hardware. They earned it. You know, this is, gosh, guys. Not only for fans <laughs> like me who were, you know, who lost the team back in the seventies and eighties. As you can tell, my voice is leaving me. Yeah. But for the young kids now yeah. to have a, a championship team, football team in Los Angeles. Oh, guys, yeah, this. Let's celebrate all we just celebrate all year. <laughs> we got you covered, Eric. Congratulations. I can tell how excited you are. I think what you're feeling, a lot of people are feeling here. And Slee, well, that was he from the heart. That was awesome. Absolutely. That was awesome. He brought up some plays. He brought up Matthew Stafford. There were some moments, Slee, where 
the Rams made some decisions and that the Bengals made some decisions. And if any of those things go in the opposite direction, we could be having a very different conversation. Let's get into that next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.